Have you ever wondered what goes on behind the table at a dance competition? Exactly what are the judges looking for anyway? This is Making the Impact, a dance competition podcast. Each week, we'll cover a different topic related to the world of competitive dance from the perspective of the judges behind the table. It's that time of year, convention season. Each weekend in the fall, dance faculty in all styles travel to conventions, bringing the hottest new choreography to cities around the country. This week, hear from Courtney, along with a few very special guests, as they share their tips to prepare for a great convention season. It's Courtney Ortiz, and welcome to this week's episode of Making the Impact. I'm your host, and we are here today to talk all about dance convention training. It's currently the fall, which means convention season is in full swing. If you are heading to a dance convention this year, you will have an amazing experience learning from lots of different instructors in the dance industry, as well as learning a variety of styles in a jam-packed weekend. Like I said, the weekends are super long with classes running from the early morning to the afternoon every day, and then typically jumping right into the competition portion in the evening. You will be sore, you will be tired, but hopefully all of the dancers will walk away learning something new, be inspired by their teachers and classmates, as well as make some new friends in the process. I have been a dance convention teacher for the past 10 years, and I'm currently on faculty with Revel Dance Convention. You can catch me on tour this season teaching Broadway jazz at a city near you. Since we are heading right into the season, I thought this would be a great time to chat about some tips and tricks straight from your teachers as to what we hope to see while training at an event. We even have some special guests on the podcast this week from a few close friends of mine and current dance convention faculty members. If you've been enjoying the first few episodes of our new podcast, please don't forget to subscribe and head over to Apple Podcasts now to leave us a fabulous review. We would love to hear your thoughts. So let's get right to it. We have 10 tips for you straight from your teachers to help you prep and prepare for the dance convention season. Like I mentioned, we have some very special guests who are current convention teachers in the industry. So let's hear from your very first guest. Hey guys, my name is Casey, aka Tiny Gosho. I am a hip hop dancer choreographer and clothing designer. My clothing line is called Go Show Yourself. Um, I teach on a few conventions, but the main one that I've been on for so many years is called Excel in Motion. I'm so excited to share with you some insight on how to do your best at a dance convention. For me, as soon as you walk into that ballroom, which can be really overwhelming, just take it all in. The energy the people that maybe you've competed against or are just meeting for the first time. It's all so exciting. Meet new friends. That's what this is all about. We are a community. We are a really special community. And if you can ask any working professional dancer, half of the jobs that half of us book are based off of our connections from each other. So it is so important at a young age to create those friendships. Um, and maybe they lead somewhere, maybe they don't. But you know, you shouldn't be being friends with people right in the first place um, for their connections. So it's just great to just go and make new friends, become friends with these studios that you compete against. It's going to make your overall experience moving forward, um, not only in the convention world, but the competition world that much more exciting for you. So please, please at least make two new friends. 
So you heard from our very first special guest, Casey Gosho, who is an amazing hip hop teacher on Excel and Motion Dance Conventions. Casey is one of my dearest and closest friends, and we have taught together for the past eight years across the country. I agree completely with everything that she had to say. Tip number one, make sure that you take in the experience and make some new friends. Let's hear from our next special guest who also agrees that making new friends is super important while at a convention event. Hey, it's Derek Mitchell, and I teach for Revel Dance Convention. I teach contemporary theater, jazz, funk, and jazz. A reminder is that, you know, you make friends who you are taking class with, even if you don't know them, even if they're from like a, you know, quote unquote rival studio or a studio that you've never met before. Realize that like the dance community is a very small community. And if you were to move to New York or LA or just to join a tour of some sort, chances are you're going to meet these people again. So walk in with an open heart, open mind, and as much love as possible. As you can see, Derek completely agrees with Casey. It's so important to make friends while you're at an event. The dance world is extremely small, so you never know when you may see that person again. So make a new friend, like Casey said, at least two at every event that you attend. Heading into our next tip, it's very important to stay present while at an event. We as teachers can see if you aren't paying attention, are standing with your arms crossed, are sitting down on the sides of the room. Make sure that you stay engaged and supportive of your fellow classmates. Our next tip is coming from another special guest that is all about staying present in class. My name is Jim Nowakowski. I teach ballet on the street dance convention. Um, something that I've noticed while teaching is I really do pay attention and I'm aware of people and their body language. If they ha- are on the side with their arms crossed or they're sitting down, um, it brings you know a different energy to the room. I want people to be present. I want people to be standing. I want people to be um, clapping for each other. I want people to be watching and observing each other. I'm looking for energy. I'm looking for you to connect with me. Eye contact means a lot. Body language means a lot. When we're looking for people to give scholarships to, or even just to point out in class, I'm looking for people who are just ready to be there, are excited, and they want feedback. And by you being present in the room shows me that you're, you're there to grow and you're there to learn. And that's the biggest thing at convention. And we feel that from the stage, whether you're in the front of the room, back of the room, that's how you stand out is your energy. You heard from ballet teacher Jim Nowakowski, who teaches on the streets dance convention, as well as Casey again, as they both said that being present is extremely important. We will see if you are present or engaged in your classes. So make sure regardless of the genre, whether it's ballet, hip hop, contemporary, street jazz, Broadway, or lyrical, that you are engaged in all classes to your fullest and giving your full respect and attention to your convention teachers. Our next tip is coming from Derek Mitchell again, and this is in regards to how we should be training in class. I've been teaching on the convention circuits for about 25 years now, um, and some of the things that I've noticed um, is the need for the competition to carry over into the classroom. I don't love when dancers compete in the classroom. I think it's... um, It's part of the social media landscape that we live in right now where, you know, people go to class and they're being filmed. And I get it. Like we film our classes even at Revel. 
but that shouldn't be the point of taking the class. The point of taking the class is always to learn, to see how you fare up against the other dancers, to see if the, you know, you get called out in groups, um, but also to take that information and not take it so much to heart, but to see like how you're faring up against the other dancers and what work you still have to do. Even at my age at 44, I still take class all the time. And many of the faculty of Revel, we take each other's classes, whether it's side of the stage or even out in the uh, ballroom with you guys. We're constantly trying to learn, constantly trying to develop more skills and more technical attributes and more styles uh, to our dance repertoire. And I would just say that you should look at it the same. And we're blessed to not have a mirror where we don't have to be so like conscious about like what our body looks like, but just an opportunity to really soak in the knowledge of each of the disciplines that are being taught uh, by the master teachers that are teaching them. So I think it's, it's definitely a good thing to walk into a classroom and just be open and vulnerable and listen and really just hear what the teachers are, are telling you based on their experiences and their careers and, and their jobs that they've had throughout the years. I couldn't agree with Derek more. It's so important to make sure that we are all taking class for class. We're there to learn something new. We're there to experience a new style, a new genre we've maybe never done before. Experience how a different teacher teaches than your usual that you receive at your studio. It's all about the experience and taking it all in. So be sure that you are open to new challenges, that you're not afraid to try something new and give it your best in class and only focus on you and your class taking. Yeah, it's not always about the trophy. It's not always about the scholarships. And of course, yes, like Derek said, sometimes they do film classes, but don't let that get into your head. You know, if you mess up, who cares? It's class. That's what class is about to learn and grow as an artist and be in a safe place. Speaking of class and training, another important thing to remember while you're at a dance convention is that there are so many different styles that are going to be thrown at you throughout the weekend. And if you're not prepared for each of those styles, then it really will affect how you're going to be able to train in each of those styles. That really comes down to making sure that we come prepared for class. What does that mean? I'm looking to see dancers who understand what style shoe they should be wearing based on the style of class. If you're in hip hop, what kind of shoe should you be wearing? Probably a sneaker and definitely not being barefoot. When you're in tap class, you have to make sure that you bring your tap shoes. If you're new to tap and you don't have tap shoes, that's okay too. I would recommend tapping in sneakers or even tapping in your jazz shoes to just get the rhythms down. But either way, all of your teachers are hoping that you understand how to come prepared for each different style of class. We are lucky to be chatting with a lot of variety of teachers today on the podcast. I'm a jazz and Broadway jazz teacher and one Revel Dance Convention. Derek Mitchell teaches contemporary street jazz, jazz funk. Casey is your hip hop teacher and Jim is a ballet teacher. All of us are looking for different expectations when you come into each of our classes. For me personally, I'm looking for dancers to not be afraid to wear heels if we're doing a musical theater class, specifically in my teen and senior levels. If you have character shoes, please feel free to bring them and wear them and try it out. First up, let's hear what Casey has to say. Make sure when you are at a convention that you are dressed for the class that you are taking. Now, what does that mean? It means if I'm in tap class, and I look down and my feet are bare and have no tap shoes on them, we might want to rethink that. (laughs) 
Um, especially for me in hip hop. Oh man, there's nothing worse than feeling not cool in hip hop. Hip hop is all about confidence. So you gotta have that outfit, right? Even if you have your leotard on underneath, that's fine. I understand that it's difficult to change quickly. Totally understandable. Put on a jersey, a big t-shirt, throw on those sweatpants right over top of your leotard, you know, grab your favorite pair of kicks, boom, you got your hip hop outfit, you look great, you feel confident. Amazing tips from Casey on how to feel and look your best in hip hop class. Now let's hear from Jim to see what he expects for attire when it comes to ballet class at dance convention. Etiquette tips, I really want kids to wear leotards and tights and ballet shoes I understand um, if you may feel self-conscious of your body. So some of the older ones wear big hoodies and big sweatpants and are barefoot. But how am I supposed to do my job properly and to correct you on your technique and make your ballet better and your form if I can't really see your body? I absolutely agree. And I know it's really hard at convention to always be changing your outfit for each teacher and each style of dance. But specifically for ballet, it is extremely important to make sure that you come prepared for class. Make sure that you have ballet shoes and are not dancing in socks. You don't need to put on full pink tights and a leotard, but please at least take off some of your cover-ups and some of your warm-ups so teachers can see all of your lines properly and provide you with the appropriate corrections. Speaking of ballet class, I can't stress how important it is for you as a dancer to attend the ballet classes at dance conventions. Not all dance conventions offer a ballet class, but if they do, please make sure that you attend. Ballet is the foundation for the majority of the dance styles that you train in. And even if you don't think that you're great at ballet or you think it's too hard or overwhelming, still attend class. It's only going to help you. It's only going to help improve your technique. The teacher at convention may help you find your love for ballet dance that you never discovered before. Jim has his own thoughts about this topic as well. I do appreciate kids, especially the older ones who stay for my class, because a lot of the dancers leave for the ballet class. So anyone who's taking my class, I do appreciate that you are there and that you do stay. Have a different view on ballet. I try to always make it fun and educational. I want people to come into my ballet class open-minded and not already thinking ballet is boring, ballet is hard, I can't do this. I hope that at the end of my class that they feel a little bit of success and more confidence, but I need you to be open-minded and want you to be um, as positive as you, you are in your classes that you really, really do love more. So now that we know all about what to wear in class and what our teachers are looking for and to not bring competition to the classroom, how do we stand out in class? Casey has some awesome tips to help you stand out. This is just a note in general for attire at a convention. Be smart. Be smart about what you're wearing. Um, I'm not saying wear a pink, yellow, bright onesie, but you do want to wear something that's eye-catching or something that makes you stand out in a way or at least gives you confidence in how you're dancing. 
make sure when you're in groups that you constantly move around. Don't go to the same spot every time, right? Because for us, we're, we're always scanning. We're always looking. And you really, really need to be confident in yourself. You just got to go to the front. Don't be scared. Maybe go to the back the first time. But you know what? You may not get another time. So just go for it every single time you do the combo. I absolutely agree. Don't think that you always have to stand in the front. Of course, I love when I see dancers confident and standing in the front, but you can stand in all different places of the room. There are so many times where I've watched the dancers that are standing all the way in the far back corner and I see them dancing for their life back there. And I will always recognize that. Of course, once you get confident with the routine or the combination, feel free to come in the front and impress us and wow us. Maybe not all teachers see those dancers that are hiding in the back. So Find that confidence. Make sure that you stand in the front when you feel good about the combination. Don't feel rushed to do that. Just take your time. And don't forget to wear something that feels unique and inspiring to you. To finish out our discussion on dance convention training, we have one final special guest who wants to share with us their tip on how to make the most out of your convention weekend. Hi, my name is DJ Smart and I teach contemporary and jazz and I'm on faculty at Artist Simply Human Convention. If there is one tip that I would give dancers, I would just encourage them to be the best them that they can be at all times. I think that there's a common misconception, especially at conventions, that because you're in a classroom with tons of dancers, the teacher misses things or we can't see things that are going on or we can't see you. And that's completely false and it's not true. I, in particular... I'm very in tuned in my class and I notice every little thing because I'm completely open and engaging with everyone involved in my class. So sometimes people leave to go to the bathroom and they think we don't see them and we do. Or some people, they may talk to their parents or talk to people on the side and we see that too. Some people may not be trying their best or they may be marking and we see that too. A lot of times it's people in the back or on the sides or sometimes even in the front, but just be aware and know that we see everything and we may not say anything, but we do see you. And those things, they don't translate only to class, but based off of those things that we see, it's a reflection of your studio. So we're left to assume what kind of behavior is allowed there or what type of environment that is. It also speaks highly of you as a person and as a professional. So maybe that tells us to make a mental note, you know, not to hire you or to not give you scholarships. Or maybe you wouldn't be right for assistant because you can't focus in class or because you're not attentive and making eye contact when the instructor is talking to you. Or it can be the complete opposite in the positive way. Maybe every time I'm talking, I see you engaging with me and I see you trying and I see you going in every group. And to me, those are admirable qualities that makes me want to hire someone in the future for a specific job or it speaks highly about your character. So my tip would be to be the best you at all times, even when no one is watching you. You know, I think that that's the most valuable thing. And don't worry about the rewards, the scholarships, the the trophies or the jobs, or don't worry about what you can get out of it. I think you should be the best you at all times because that's what you should be striving for and because you love what you do and you should do it to maintain your own integrity, not to seek reward. The reward is your growth and your character. Wow, what a way to end this episode with those inspiring words from DJ Smart. 
You can catch DJ this season on Artist Simply Human, where he's teaching jazz and contemporary. So we've covered a lot of different topics here, all about dance convention training. So let's round it out and review our top 10 tips. Tip number one, take it all in and enjoy the experience. Tip number two, meet new friends and make connections. Remember, the dance world is super small. Tip number three, be present, focused, and engaged in class. Tip number four, don't bring the competition to the classroom. Save it for the competition stage. Remember, take class for class. Tip number five, be open to learn and grow as an artist. Tip number six, be prepared for all classes. Tip number seven, dress appropriately for every style dance. This includes bringing proper footwear. Tip number eight, always take ballet class. And that also includes all styles. Take all styles of class and challenge yourself. Tip number nine, stand out and be confident. And tip number 10, be the best you you can be at all times. enjoyed all of our helpful tips and tricks for dance convention training shout out to our amazing special guests casey derek jim and dj don't forget to follow our special guests on instagram casey at bgirltiny derek at derek mitchell g jim at jim nowakowski and dj at dj smart jr a quick shout out from one of our sponsors and ida affiliated competitions axis dance competition where Linda Diamond's years of experience brings you the vitality of a new beginning. Teachers, studio owners, dancers, and parents have shared what they want in a dance competition, and Axis is here to deliver. This innovative yet traditional event promises to be a combination of fun, professionalism, and passion. Their goal is that each dancer leaves with a smile on their face and the incentive to be the best they can be. Axis is eager to provide every performer with an opportunity to celebrate dance. To learn more about Axis Dance Competition, head to their website now at AxisDanceCompetition.com. Do you have a question you've been dying to ask a judge? Now is your chance to send us your questions. We might answer them on the show and give you a shout out. Submit your questions to us on the website at www.ImpactDanceAdjudicators.com slash podcast via audio or text. If you liked what you heard on today's episode and want more, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. The more positive reviews we get, the more great content we can bring to you all about things dance competition. Head over to Apple Podcasts to rate us and leave us a review now. We have some awesome topics coming up on the podcast, including lyrical versus contemporary, choreography, age range expectations, and boys in dance. Be sure to subscribe so you get our weekly episodes straight to your phone. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Making the Impact. Until next time, keep dancing.